0: My unpure thoughts will lead me straight to hell, even though I can't help it. The desire is like a disease that deceives me, a sickness that controls me, a heartache that hinders me, and an endurance that pursues me. I am all that I am, and there are none other like me. I feel the thickness of the blood in my veins jumping like thieves, correcting a deficiency that I have with purity. It injures me. I partake in fragrances that are not of my own. Desolated mountains, tainted rivers, isolated meadows, and barren souls. Look closer to the blackness of my eye. And see all the weariness, the sanity of adultery. Consumption is key, would it not without I? Nor these say nay, so I stay here until day breaks. Welcome back to Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereux. I am your host, Dominique. I hope you all had a fantastic week. I can't believe it's March already. Is it just me or did February just fly by? <laughs> Speaking of fly, Dee is riding her high horse with all those fly-ass gifts from Mr. Fine-Ass. Let's dive right into what else is going on, because I don't know about you, but I can hardly wait to know what is to come in her seemingly unpredictable life. I didn't want to risk taking my new Land Rover to the city, and since this spoiling sensation hit my body... I didn't feel like taking my car downtown either. Now I thought long and hard to myself. I know if I told Mr. Finance that I was headed his way, he'd send a car to come scoop me up. But that would be way too easy. I wanted to surprise him as he did me. So I ordered for a driver I often use to pick up Miss Optimistic Bitch and me. D. She had the brightest smile anyone could muster. Her deep brown eyes were watery and warm. She stretched out her arms to me and entered the corridor so rushed it almost appeared like she was falling. I outstretched my arms and gave her a warm embrace. Sup, girl. She squeezed my waistline with her arms. I could feel the tenseness of her body. She had a quiet internal quiver that was vibrant enough for me to feel her. Her head rested in my chest as I squeezed my arms around her shoulders. She finally exhaled when I asked, how you been? Ugh girl. I've been good. I've been real good. Ironically, this was the first time I noticed a break in her bubbly personality. Everything about the way she said, I've been real good, suddenly appeared like an exaggerated truth. So, tell me about this mystery man. What's he like? How long have you been dating him? How, bitch! Slow your roll. Come on, let's pregame in the kitchen. Like an inquisitive five-year-old, she followed me. I poured us five shots each of Don Julio, no chaser. Shot one, cheers. Cheers to the darkest hour of a seductive night. Shot two. In good faith. In good faith to our lasting friendship, our kindship, our unproven kinship. Shot three, be blessed. Be blessed by the sense of our nature that we become sensual to the midnight hour. Shot four, to life. To life, we manifest the purity of our beauty through the discipline of sex. Shot five. Awaken. Awaken to the cognizant of desire in all its effort to sanctify. Salute. Ah, oh, D. <laughs> this feels like old times. I miss my friend. I wish you weren't going rogue on me all the time we were the it girls we ran the night remember i watched her intently as she talked about us and the past i watched her pour out what appeared to be a hidden heart her body melted right before my eyes as she glared in the open space and memories of our companionship. She looked like she was in love. Hello? Yes, I'm on my way out. Thank you. The driver is here. Come on. Out into the darkness, we go. Miss D. Hello, young lady. This is... I said her name to the driver. His eyes were always in glow in my presence, but this time they were mysteriously wide as he admired the beauty of my friend and mine before him. Miss Optimistic Bitch wore a deep brown lace dress that fit her body so tight you could see each curve she had possessed. The dress was low cut enough in the front to get a vulnerable eyeful of her milky silk breasts and was so short that one wrong move you'd easily recognize if she had on panties, a thong, or wit commando. She also wore deep brown stilettos with the toes out, and her hand and toenails shined a bright red polish. She was fresh-faced. She wore light makeup, a deep mascara to accent her eyelashes, and a bright red lipstick. Aside from looking like a natural beauty, the curls in her hair could make a man wild in an instant. I, on the other hand, despite the fact that I knew mister Finance's favorite color was blue, wore a deep, dark, blood, red, short, tight halter dress. And I went commando. That color against my sun-kissed golden skin made me look radiant as if I had a natural glow with rays surrounding my whole body. I too kept my face natural with the exception of my deep dark bloodstained lipstick. I wore a gloss on my nails and my toes which looked smokingly beautiful and healthy, especially my pretty toes and feet and my glass high heels. My wavy hair. I looked flawless. Nice to meet you. Ladies, please. He gestured us into the limo, closed the door, ran to the driver's side, got in, and we were on our way to the city. I mostly dream of him with opened eyes to seize a time when we could possibly be joined as one. How would he kiss me there? Loosely and lovely, or rough and sloppy? The desire is so elusive I can feel him without touching him. The whole of my body becomes heavy and weary as my mind dances to the tune of his name. And such lust I can feel whenever his body walks nearby without looking because my center gravitates towards his aura. Dare I not look in his face, refusing to battle with reality and desire? I know. He could never be mine, but of him, I would take two. I filled Miss Optimistic Bitch in most of the juicy tales of Mr. Fine Ass and Mr. Three. I never made mention of Mr. Ugly Ass or my Mickey. Based off the gifts I let her know I received and my description of Mr. Fine Ass, she was more elated to meet him than I was just to see him. Is that him over there looking like a sad-ass puppy? The club was bumping. It was crowded as hell. Everyone was intoxicated and grinding on each other. The bouncers knew exactly who I was based off the last event of Mr. Finances that I went to. So they immediately took my girl and me to VIP. Everyone looked like they were having the time of their lives apart from him looking like an angel in his all-ivory-colored suit and dress shoes. He hovered over the balcony rail, looking in a daze towards the crowd. He looked like his goddamn dog just died. I snuck up behind him. He was in such a trance, he wasn't even aware I was standing so close. So without touching him with my hands, I quickly bit his right earlobe and jumped back in anticipation of him just swinging on me. I was halfway right. He turned around in fury. Then when he saw my face, his broken heart was restored. D. He fell into my arms. And I embraced him so tightly, you think we had been more than friends for a long time. Wow. How I have missed you. You have been running rapid in my mind. I've been dying to be in your presence. Aw, that's... <clears throat> Girl! Huh? Oh, shit. Forgive me. Miss Optimistic Bitch was so far up in my space, she was damn near standing on the heels of my heels. I introduced the two dryly. Pleasure, Mr. Finance Signaled, and nod with his eyes behind me. As I went to turn and see what was going on behind me, he grabbed my chin gently with his right hand, winked at me with his left eye, held me tighter with his left hand, Meekly laid his right cheek on the right side of mine and whispered directly in my ear, I got this handle, baby. Right now, I need you and no other distractions. Suddenly, oh my God, a fine-ass hunk of dark chocolate made his presence known amongst us. Damn, he was fine. His facial features were so defined He looked like he had been sculpted. He was clean cut and wore an ivory and caramel brown silk button-up with caramel slacks and dress shoes. He looked like money. I knew Miss Optimistic Bitch would be entertained enough to give me a few hours alone. He stretched out his hand and asked her to accompany him to the bar. She shot me a he looked like he got good dick, look. Held her head high and walked the fuck away. With Mr. Finance's arm still clutched around my waist, I went to reconnect my eyes with him, but was interrupted by a bottle girl who had flammable double shots with her. Two to be exact. One for me and one for him. Once the flame died out, I took notice of the liquid in these double shots. And they were a neon lime green color. Absence, he whispered. Don't tell. Absence had been banned from the U.S. for a long time. It's a hallucinogenic alcohol. But I was already tipsy, so fuck it. Suddenly, I was back in this familiar place, a room spinning and spinning. I knew I was still at the club. I could hear the music in the background faintly, beyond my heartbeat. I could see the club behind Mr. Fine-Ass's face, but somehow we or I managed to get pen against the wall in a very dark corner i could feel mr finance's hands all over my body i could feel his tongue racing between my neck and my lips my heart was beating a million miles per hour not only did he look three times finer than usual he felt like throbbing lustful love as he pushed his body against mine enabling me to move out of the corner. I couldn't tell if anyone could see us, hell. I could barely see anyone else there. But I knew we were there, I knew someone was watching. Suddenly, he forced his tongue damn near down my throat and my pussy gushed. So violently, I was dripping all over his pants. As quickly as we were all over each other in this dark corner is about as quickly as he damn near disappeared from the bulk of my body, but I could still feel his hands all over my thighs and my ass. My left leg swung over on something sturdy, then my pussy began to tickle. I looked down, and there he was on his knees, with my leg over his shoulder, head deep in between my legs, eating me out. And I just knew someone was watching. I saw him there, though I dare not stare. His boyish-like looks loves me giggles. And here I question by motive, if my ease to tease causes coyness, then why is he too so shy? I finally came upon him by day, unbeknownst to him, just to capture glimpse of his childish smile. And by days did he spare me walk away when he realized his nerves made me nervous and his giggles caused me laugh. I guess going forward i may keep my distance since our stairs keep us calm and all the while i'll wonder what sensual bliss we miss that day must we just cut off the light we be not kids this night <laughs> Damn it, D. <laughs> oh my god. Getting some head up in the club. That shit sounds so pleasurably fun. Question to all my listeners. Look, it's hidden from other viewers, I promise. But message me your answers. Where was the craziest place you had a sexual encounter in public? I want to (laughs) know, because your girl D is getting wild, okay? Besides, I won't tell. Tune in next time to hear what happens after this sexy-ass mess. This is Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereaux. I am your host, Dominique. Until next time, loves.